Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, great to be with you tonight. A lot of reaction to what is going on in the NFL and what's going on today in the NFL. Not just this weekend, but tonight we saw the Philadelphia Eagles really get curb stomped by the Buccaneers. Jason Kelsey, there were a lot of shots on him at the end of the game. Uh, He had said this, I try to remind guys, and my dad has told me this from the moment I started playing football, You step off the curb one day, and that could be the end of your career. So you try to approach every game with that mindset, but obviously the closer and older you get to that, being a realization puts it out in front maybe a little bit more. There's been a lot of speculation on if Jason Kelsey at age 36 was playing his last season, and could that have been his last game? We will see. We'll also see what happens with Nick Sirianni. Yeah, eleven and six, but they were ten and one. This is what happens now. You make the playoffs. That doesn't uh, that doesn't guarantee anything. We saw a bunch of teams in the NBA: the Bucks, the Suns, the Sixers. You make the playoffs. You don't go far enough. You get fired. The coach is fired. Same things happening in the NFL. Maybe Mike McCarthy hasn't. He's got his job. Nick Sirianni? Question mark. We'll see what happens. David is in Dallas, 855-212-4227. What's up, David? Hey, Bar. a few things. First of all, people talking about Belichick in Dallas, I don't really see it because I actually see him in Philly. And I'll tell you why. I think he's kind of a Northeastern guy. I can actually see him walking into Philly. They already got a GM guy there that picks out the players that's highly regarded. Belichick, I think, would come in there and give them the discipline they're looking for. Um the problem with Jerry's going to be is if he brought in somebody like Belichick and he following one, people are going to say, oh, Belichick fixed the Cowboys. And, and that goes against Jerry. I mean, I've been down here for 30 years. That's not happening. Um, to talk about Dion, actually, I think Dion would be possible next year for a lot of teams, but he's not leaving this year no matter what because his two sons are there plus Travis Hunter, who he considers basically an adopted son. He, he he's not going to leave them. He, he's just not. This is kind of like LeBron and and Bronny, you know. If, yeah. um, if the Lakers drafted his son and then they said next year, 
hey, we got a deal to send LeBron to the Bucks. He 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 would turn down the deal. Um, so I, I just think that that those are some possibilities. Um, just wonder your thought about you know kind of the idea of Belichick with the Eagles because to me that that's where it seems like he would really fit in. Again, the northeastern part, but also a team. The offense is there. He could go in there, teach them, just kind of tighten up that whole operation, work on culture there. I just think he would really fit. And, by the way, the Eagles don't mind making big splashes and spending lots of money on coaches, and they'll probably give him some power. Remember, they were the ones who got Chip Kelly to finally leave Oregon, and they, they basically made him the GM and put Howie Roseman, the GM who I'm talking about, they basically put him in the corner. They, they gave him like a – an office kind of like Milton on office space. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I like uh, that suggestion a lot, David. Thanks for the call. Um, the Bel- Belichick to Philly. So for some reason, it's really sticking with me that Belichick doesn't want to leave the Northeast. Did he ever say that? I don't think so. Where am I getting that from? I think I'm just assuming it, but I, I feel like maybe more than me are is more. I don't feel like I'm alone. Ding. Um, I don't, cause I, I just, I don't see Bill Belichick at this stage in his life, packing up everything and going to California. Now, could he go to Texas? You know, maybe the Northeast, if he stayed in the Northeast, cause there's a lot of teams over there that might need a coach. And now you don't have to trade. Like, if you're the Giants, you fire Dable for Bill Belichick, but I don't know if Belichick – you got to have – you got to be on the cusp. Belichick's not – you're not bringing in Belichick to work with a quarterback. He had Tom Brady, okay, Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, not like these guys are the greatest anyway, but you're not bringing Bill in to do that. If he goes to Atlanta, they got to bring a quarterback in there. I don't care if it's Kirk Cousins. You got to bring somebody in there. You need a quarterback. Philadelphia's got a quarterback. What about the Jets? I know they're a division rival, but Belichick's on his own. You don't have to trade him. Fire Robert Sala. Bring in Belichick. Now, I don't think Rodgers would enjoy that. Um, He likes being like, I mean, I, I I think he would love to talk football with Bill Belichick for hours at a time. But I don't think he wants to give up any of, like, you know, the King Rogers sort of situation um, that he kind of has right now. Washington was maybe a consideration. Philly, again, they haven't fired Nick Sirianni. This might be a thing where it looks worse in the moment, and then three, four days later, it's not that big of a deal. But I don't know, man. This, This was as bad as it gets. And there was one drive specifically, the drive where they ended up taking a safety, where it just looked like even Jalen Hurts was done with this. And it just did not look good. Defensively, nobody like there was nobody stepping up. Nobody was trying. I'm not, I'm almost surprised that they like even padded up and took the field the way that they started that football game. And that's gotta be a reflection on the coach. Scott is in Buffalo. Hey, Scott. Yes, sir. How about them Buffalo Bills? How about them Buffalo Bills? I mean, talk about a resilient football team. I mean, these guys, you know, everyone counted us out. 
Sean McDermott. I mean, we were six and six, I believe, actually, before we played that Philly game, or maybe it was after the Philly game. But man, I mean, they came out firing. They ripped off five in a row, coming to the playoffs, and I believe Rich Eisen said, uh, "Don't let that team in the playoffs," because man, these guys are firing right now. On all, how do you feel about the uh, game against the Chiefs? Two of the last three years, Chiefs have knocked the Bills out. However, this game in Buffalo, that's a that's a big difference. I mean, yeah, it's uh this town's on fire right now. I mean, we got the Chiefs coming in here. I believe it's uh Mahomes' first road playoff game in his career. Um mm-hmm. for the storybooks, I mean, it's gonna be a big game and I mean we we're just shoveling out three feet of snow earlier today and man it's it's going to be crazy. Yeah, a lot of the images there uh, today, Scott. Thanks for the call. A lot of those images were uh, wild. And to see them all throwing snow after touchdowns was cool. I did see, I thought there was a there was a play in the end zone. I think it was Deontay Johnson. It was a bad pass anyway. Didn't catch it. But there were some Bills fans trying to throw snow at the football to affect the play. Can't be doing that now. Can't be doing that. And maybe just one guy. I don't want to paint the whole town. But I can't be doing that. Although, if I'm being completely honest, that is something that I, I would do. So, I just, I don't want to be too much of a hypocrite. Um, I watched it in the moment, and I thought, shouldn't be doing that. But then if there was ever a moment that I could help my team win, mm, I might take it. So, again, just want to make sure that if I am, when I do get on like a little pedestal, because sometimes, sometimes I might start talking and you might say, you might think, is he being a little preachy at me? What's this guy think he's saying? I just want to make sure it's coming from a place of uh, genuineness. And so I got to, I got to check myself before I get uh, hypocritical. So I saw it in the moment. I thought, what's he trying to do there? And I'm also thinking, ah, I might've done the same thing. But didn't affect anyone. No harm, no foul. Billy is in Virginia. What's up, Billy? Hey, Bart. First time caller. Uh, diehard Eagles fan. The depressing night. I never eat McDonald's, but I had to drive myself in the snow to go get a burger to make myself feel better. Uh, yeah, right. rough, tough loss. I'm done with Sirianni, too. I hope he gets fired. Brable would be nice so we could work on the defense. But, uh, yeah, just wanted to give you a call. Well, hey, uh, so, like, when did you realize this season was not – I just feel like this is a rough question, but when did you realize this season was lost? Was it tonight? Did you still think you had a chance, or did you know coming in, like, what you had seen the last six weeks? Yeah, I mean, I can't be a fan and say uh, I didn't think we had a chance. So we def- I thought we had a chance. But, honestly, uh, that game against Seattle – it was kind of that did it for me. So after where, that, it was a downfall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that game against Seattle, um, where Drew Locke, you got him believing he could still play football. So <laughs> yeah, it was, it was terrible. That but was yeah, that was. Got to go. Triani got to go. All right, Billy, enjoy the sandwich. Uh, does sound good. 
Might have to pick up something after the show myself. Rick is in Toronto. Hey, Rick. Hi. Thank you for taking my call again, Bart Winkler. Uh, first of all, I want to talk, I have two topics I want to talk about. The audience, and I want to talk about Jerry Jones. First of all, um, I'd like to make a complaint to the audience who complained about Jerry Krause recently. Why aren't you talking about Jerry Reinstorf? He's a bigger problem. He wants to move the Chicago White Sox to Nashville possibly in the future, and he owns the Chicago Bulls. Why are you complaining about him? Secondly, the audience, uh, they're complaining about Peacock, I noticed recently. In my country of Canada, uh, the Canadian Football League is on TSN, and we have to pay for it and everything. I know we got the CTV and CTV2 and everything like that, and TSN showing the NFL games because they need the money from them, and they put their commercials in there. And so, Americans, you shouldn't complain. In Canada, we have to pay for it, and we can't get the CFL. And since Bell Media and Rogers Media in our country does these things, um, basically – we're forced to pay it. And the only reason they have the broadcast of the NFL is because they want to make money from it with their commercials. So don't complain. It's well, worth I, th- I think, Rick, I think one of the problems is uh, here in America, we um, apparently are so used to never paying any money for entertainment ever that yeah. we were so stunned we had to pay $5 to watch a football game. I think that maybe uh, it's because of all the great live and local programming you can get on the Odyssey app free to download, free to listen to. I think that's what confused people because they get such great entertainment on the Odyssey app that then they have to pay for something for entertainment. I think that it was actually Odyssey and how good the content is. It trained people. So I think that uh, that's part of it. Okay, because we have to pay a lot up here. Second, a third about Jerry Jones. I'm happy that what happened to him. You know, I noticed, if you notice the scheduling, this is the 19th week. Since Jerry Jones is in love with the 18-game schedule, and this is the 19th week, I'm happy that he lost in the 19th week. He likes the 18-game schedule. And I know the NFL and Rogers Goodell and Jerry Jones want to go to, like, if, for example, if we use 2023 and 2024 as a, as a base on this thing, that the, the Super Bowl should have been February, Sunday, February the 18th. For President's Day, that's what they want in the NFL. And I'm glad that he lost because because of his love affair with the 18-game schedule. He doesn't care about players. He just cares about himself. I'm so happy that Green Bay beat them. I, I, I don't know if they can beat San Francisco, and I don't know if they can beat Detroit or Tampa Bay. But it's, it's good to see the Packers up there again uh, doing well, and I'm glad they're doing well. But I don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl because the long schedule this season, that's why the quality of play in the NFL is so bad because so many games that Jerry Jones and Roger Goodell do. And that's why it's so bad, the scheduling. And then playoffs are going to be bad. You want to go to February sweeps? I told you, you know about February sweeps and July sweeps and May sweeps and November sweeps. That's what the greed has done, and you're killing the NFL. Okay. And CFL is bad, too. Okay, thank you very much for your time, Bart <laughs> Winkler. Have a good night. And, oh, yeah, one thing more. Um, Chef, Joel Thiesman is what uh, Drew Pearson called him, not Joel Thiesman. So learn about that. Okay, thank you. Have a good night. All right, Rick. Uh, the hang-up for good measure. Uh, that, so far, I, I'm going to nominate as the call of the week. Uh, with Rick, I uh, appreciate that. I don't know what the hell he was saying to you, Shep, but well, how do you like Rick taking on the audience twice there? Well, I think that there were a lot of people complaining about Peacock, and I think that um, one thing that I had tweeted out over the weekend was you had to pay five ninety nine for a football game, right? If that first of all, I'm one of the reasons I'm so passionate about this is because Peacock saves me money. 
as a WWE fan. Okay, I, t- I said this the other night, but I used to pay fifty bucks for these pay per views, and I like to watch the soccer and the eighty thousand hours of entertainment. So it saves me money, and I find it a good value even still. But the other thing that bothers me is there's a lot of bigger problems in the world right now, okay? There's a lot of things where if we're really all going to be angry about something, we should focus it somewhere else. But you could say that for a lot of things. So here's the kicker. There's a lot of smaller problems. There's a lot of first world problems. There's a lot of more, there's a lot more meaningless problems where it's a bigger use and a better use of our time than complaining that we have to watch a bonus football game on a paywall. And you have uh, Mike Florio. Where did this come from? A great take from him. He said, I see a lot of people complaining about having to pay for Peacock when they put their work behind a paywall as well. Very interesting. That's why I said, Shep, free Odyssey app takes care of all your problems. So you could have, you know, enjoyed the content that way. But yeah, if, if hey, I, I'm I'm with Rick. I stand by Rick. He pays to watch the CFL, which he doesn't even like. Very interesting. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. We'll hear from more of you guys coming up. CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio. I am Bart Winkler to parrot that. David Shepard's here. Pat Boyle on the updates. And we're talking with you guys. A lot of different fan bases feeling a lot of different ways. Some are real down right now. Some are cautiously optimistic about the weekend. And some like uh, those in Wisconsin, like my friend Doug here, are getting ready for a Super Bowl run, baby. What's oh, up, yeah. Doug? Oh, yeah. Had to get in on this this uh, night. I just I got I to say this new lineup uh, is great for CBS. I, you know I work nights, and I get up around 3. Now I don't have to listen to the local broadcast stomach that anymore. I can turn Zach on and then ride it right through to your show. So... Really, really liking this new CBS lineup. But let's get back. Let's get to the Packers. What a run this has been. And, man, did he look good. We're talking We're talking Aaron Jones, Jordan Love, Jair Alexander. I mean, pick one. They were oh, all great. Well, love. I, I should have said love. Love looks really great. But everybody else did, too. And, and I had a dentist appointment, and I told the doc that we were going to win. And he... Didn't believe me, but we did, and I told him to watch the two tight end sets. I think bring uh, Musgrave coming back really helped. You know, yeah, that and he caught he, a ball, that wide open ball, and as Matt Lafleur said after, he stayed on his feet. Two tight end sets, all the receivers. You, you had uh, the speedster back running down. I think it really confused him. So that was awesome. 
And uh, I got a question for you. Uh, I'm a Baker Mayfield homer this year. Um, who do you want to see? Do you want to see the Lions or you want to see Tampa Bay against Packers? Because uh, I'm hoping we beat San Francisco. Doug, I, I'm a Packer owner. I am a Packer diehard. I don't think I've missed a game since I was three years old in any way, shape, or form. Um, and while I may talk myself into beating the 49ers, the last thing on my mind right now is picking who I want to see <laughs> in the NFC Championship game. Come on now. <laughs> I don't know. I We went to Detroit and won. We could do it again. Yeah. We could do that. That would be a that'd be a nice Tampa. Uh, you could enact some revenge from the uh, twenty twenty game. The, the Detroit beat us out last year, and yeah. uh, Tampa beat us out a couple years ago. Uh, either one, you know. But let's get this. Uh, like like you said, let's get uh, the San Francisco game first. Uh, yeah. So I'll say uh, I'll say that exact answer, Doug. Good to talk to you, buddy. All right. Have a good one. Love your That's- show. Uh, love you, Doug. 855-2124-CBS. Jordan Love and C.J. Stroud, they both played so well. And I would like to caution myself in terms of the superlatives that I use to talk about them. And I'm not putting them in this category at all. I'm not. I actually didn't even think of this guy until just now. But... Sometimes a guy has a playoff game that's pretty cool, and then uh, he goes and gets smoked the next weekend. That happened with Tim Tebow all those years ago where Denver had that walk-off win, and then uh, Bill Belichick ate him up. Um, C.J. Stroud and Jordan Love, I'm not comparing them to Tebow, who got a shout-out from Bill Belichick the last week. But I think that both of them are – part of the NFL's bright future where a lot of games in the future are going to feature Jordan Love or CJ Stroud. And next year they play each other. I mean, that's gotta be a primetime game. I believe it's at Lambeau. So all of a sudden you take the Packers and the Texans at the beginning of the year. And you're like Packers, Texans primetime game in 2024. No way. Jordan Love or CJ Stroud is a primetime matchup. They outplayed pretty much everybody else this weekend. Uh, Josh Allen played well, other quarterbacks, uh, Jared Goff, great performance from him, but the pure dominance and the thing with Jordan love is in watching that game. He looks so good. Some of these different camera angles, the last touchdown they had of the game on that fourth down, the, the passes that he's throwing are unbelievable. It is unbelievable to me. Not only like, I can believe, and I'll I'll talk more about this later in the week, but I can believe that the Packers have gone from one good quarterback to another to now what looks like another. I can believe that. I think the league has allowed that as much as the Packers have created that success. And again, I'll get into that more this week. But what I can't believe is I thought Jordan Love could be good. you, You watch him this year and... There's some days where he's not so good, some games where he, where he was. The way he is playing right now isn't just like, oh, Jordan Love got better. This isn't even just Jordan Love got good. Jordan Love, this stretch, 
in these kind of games is is beginning to rival any stretch that the guys before him had. And at first blush, you may think that that sounds crazy, but if we go back to the Chargers game in the middle of November, guys got, he went uh, 322 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, 268, three and zero, 267, three and zero, 284, two and zero, 219, two and zero, 256, three and zero, 316, two and zero, the playoffs, 272, three and zero. The the Giants game is the hiccup on that Monday night. He threw an interception and one touchdown, and his rating was under 100. But ever since the Chargers game on November 19th, outside of the Giants game, he has had a passer rating of at least 108.5. The last three games against the Vikings, 125-3, against the Bears, 128-6, and then against the Cowboys, 157-2. And it's not just that it's been good games in a row. He is doing it in high-pressure games. I understand how good Aaron Rodgers was. And I'm sorry to invoke his name in some sort of comparison. There's a certain small but vocal section of Packers fans that will not have you do it. They are ride-or-die Rodgers in a way where, like, there's no breaking point. You can't even compliment love because they think it's a criticism of Rodgers. It's really weird. They they would argue that I can't compliment love without criticizing Rodgers. They, they might be right about that. But what he has done is he has stepped up in these games that, like, Carolina was a can't lose. Minnesota, you must win. The Bears, you have to win that game. Obviously, now you're in the playoffs. Rodgers won a bunch of MVP titles, but there were some playoff games where he did not give it his all. The game last year against Detroit, week 18, to get into the playoffs was bad. The championship game against the uh, Buccaneers wasn't that good. Game against the Niners they lost wasn't good. So Jordan Love is producing huge moments in big situations. This is, it really is. It seems ridiculous. It's his first year, but this is an historic Packers quarterback run, what he is on right now, for sure. Speaking of the Texans, Reggie is in Houston. Reggie, Houston, Green Bay, primetime next year for sure. Hey, maybe primetime on February 14th. Who knows? Oh, turn me down. Hello? Catch up, hey, catch up to live action. What's up? All right, bro. I'm not all right. I'm just uh giving the um shout out and you uh appreciate you having me on the uh on the air. And I just wanna um give a shout out to all the uh all the great teams that have been putting playing on the uh NFL weekend and the uh post games and moving on. And uh some I just wanna speak about uh the Houston Texans, you know, that's my that's my team and all the guys that have been playing in the other teams, I'm, I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for the losers. I'm rooting. I'm rooting for the for the winners. I mean, uh, sometimes that you can correct me if I'm wrong. Sometimes you know when uh, we want to go out and every team wants to win, but nobody wants to lose. Sometimes we press, uh some of the teams just need to be um, getting um, polished up. You know, the um, coaches doing their thing, the teams doing their thing. 
you know, come up with a plan and just execute the plan. You know, um, when uh, Texas was losing last year, uh, I just was, uh, you know, I stayed, I stayed down with them when they were losing. I'm, I'm still, I'm still uh, going with them while they're, you know, in the type of winning streak they're on. And uh, I just like, I just like for the teams. And you know, I know some teams are down, some of the players and fans are down. But you know, this is not the time to um, be down. You know, you just gotta just polish up. You know, you want to shine, you gotta polish up. There. That's about all I gotta say. Well, hey, another call, uh, Reggie. Thanks of just pure positivity. I think I'm, I'm. I followed most of the message there, but another call of pure positivity. I, I'm happy that things are right in this world. Like I said, there's a lot of uncertainty, but there used to be a time. There used to be a time, what I consider the good old days, where when it was a January Saturday, you could turn on your TV at 4:30 in the afternoon, and you knew the Houston Texans would be playing a playoff game, and it was true again. And it's going to be true again this weekend. And that brings some comfort to this old soul here. 855-212-4227. More from you guys to close things out here. We've got Amy Lawrence coming up, of course. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here's Bart Winkler. Talking some NFL. Pretty much that's it. A full day of NBA action. A few teams having the day off. Either played yesterday or will play tomorrow. But this has been a typically NBA-heavy day. They always take advantage of Martin Luther King Day and of playing on it, I should say. Um, There was a lot of games today. There were some good games today. The NFL had two games today, so just like Christmas, they're like, eh, eh, eh. we'll 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 handle it from here. Now, some of it was accidental, and some of it's just the luck of the the draw on the calendar. I don't like though how like this time of the year now with everything getting pushed back, it's weird. It's weird when you see on line on the news on social media wherever where it's like, hey, on this day today on January sixteenth, twenty you know, 11 or 1984, it was the Super Bowl or it was the AFC or NFC championship game. And we're like just finishing up Wild Card weekend. It's, it's like weird. It's like everything's got pushed back a little bit. It's odd. 855-212-4227. Let's talk to Philly Mac. How you doing, man? Good, young man. I've been listening to you guys since your first night with you kicking it with my guy, Shep. I'm a loyal listener for a few years with Shep and his other buddy there. And, uh, Wow, um, my birds got plucked. Was that a what, what was today. the what, what, can can you clear up your wow? Was that a what, what, was that a good wow or a bad wow? Bad wow, negative wow. About I'm your birds or about the show? Um, no, the show's awesome. Oh well, you I, set I, it I up. You said you go, that. you go. I've been listening, and and you and you go, wow. And I was like, oh. Uh, I, okay. I should have paused instead. <laughs> okay, no, so no, I just what I was trying to say. I mean, it's fine if that's how you feel. I just, I just wanted to clear that up. Okay, all no, right, Philly Mac, awesome. go ahead. I, okay. I, I, okay, I think you guys bring a, a good message. <laughs> all right, all right, um, all right. Anyway, back to is, the wow. Yes, I think there's three wows with the Eagles fans right now. <laughs> any Eagle organization, 
the defensive side of the ball is not buying Patricia's ideals, and it's showed all year. You have the same team. You have two two additional free agents who were pretty good. It should have made the team better or at least level, and they weren't all year. So that's one problem. Problem two is even before when they were on that ten and one streak, there's a few games there where you could see that Hurst looking at the coach and that body language, the expressions. He wasn't buying him either. There's something going on with those two that just hasn't been resolved. Was there another wow? Get... Oh, you um, covered all your wows? Yeah, so something like that, yeah. I actually yeah. just got back tonight from Florida. My semi-pro football team, we won the national semi-pro championship against another team called um, the Illinois Yardbirds, and we're the Southern England Admirals. And, uh, we beat our we beat them 30, 32 to 12. And I've been awake for 35 hours, so I'm going to be going to bed pretty soon. Well, would that have been a better choice of ESPN's time, that game, than the game that they showed tonight between Philly and Tampa Bay? Well, I don't know. That's a tough call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, uh, but I, again, I appreciate what you and Shep are doing. And uh, I, I'm a loyal caller. Matter of fact, when I was in Florida, I tried two or three times to get through in the Wi-Fi in the area I was in. Just, my phone just kept dropping. Yeah. Uh, all right. I'll keep, well, I'll be I'll on the lookout for calling. you. All right, man. I'll Philly Mac. Calling. I Thank will be you. here. Bye-bye. See ya. Philly Mac. Good stuff. Hey, hit me with a wow. I, I just didn't know where to take the wow. Uh, Dedrick, North Carolina. What's up? Hey, what's going on, Bart? How you doing, man? Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. What do you got hey. for me tonight? Yeah, yeah, I'm a Saints fan, but I just want to holler at the Philly, uh, the Philly fans, right quick. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Why, how Sirianni had the Eagles in the Super Bowl last year? Yeah, they laid an egg today, but I just don't think that Sirianni should lose his job. Because I will say this: regardless of what happened today, their coaching situation is in a whole lot better coaching situation than New Orleans. <laughs> you know. I mean, I'll just be it honest. I mean, even if you look at the coaching situation in Dallas, they're in a better coaching situation than the Saints are. So, I mean, my you're not a Dennis. You're not a Dennis Allen believer. No, I mean, come on, are you serious? You really asked me that? Come on, man. <laughs> the thing about the so the funniest thing about Dennis Allen, or at least my perception of what's going on with the Saints, is that when he got hired, it seemed like he got hired just because. And the only reason he's still there is like either they're too lazy to find someone else or it's, I've never seen a coach that I felt was more like stopgap material. And yeah, I, I mean, guess seven and 10, nine and eight, they're not making the playoffs. Uh, nah, that, that's why I say he's, I mean, he's a good, a great defensive coordinator, but I'm not sure that I can even say that. I mean, the the guy's just clueless. I mean, I don't. He he's just not a good head coach. And another point I want to make before I go, uh, the caller from Canada was talking about uh, he has to pay to watch CFL. And I know there was a there was a lot of people upset that they had the Chief Dawson game on a uh, Peacock. But I look at it like this: I can I can understand where he's coming from, but I can understand people's frustrations because if you think about it, we have to pay to watch games too. Spectrum is not free. Satellite yeah. TV is not free, and then you have to turn around and have to pay, even if just five bucks to pay to watch a playoff game. 
it was good, but I just hope this doesn't become a trend where you have a big game and they want to put it on a streaming service where people have to pay extra money to see because nothing's free in America. I mean, let's just let's just be for real. Nothing is free. So I understand people's frustrations. I was I was like, I don't think that was a good idea, but it was a nice little try. Twenty two million people watched it, but let's just let's just, you know, make that a one run deal. Let's just put all the games on regular TV because we paying for it anyway. And uh that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, hey, thanks for the call. I think what people were mad about that, uh, that situation wasn't so much Oh, one game, six bucks. It was what they think it's the start of, where the NFL is going to see that a lot of people watched it and they're, they're, they'll just go with it. My line of thinking is the NFL knows that they, I mean, Mark Cuban 10 years ago said pigs get fat, pigs get slaughtered, something like that. The NFL has done a real good job of being greedy but also not pushing the line, not crossing the line. I say this a lot about the, it's a balloon. How much air can you put into it before it pops? And they're going to do a balancing act a little bit. And, and I and I say this, there's going to be another game on Peacock next year, at least regular season. Maybe they do another playoff game because this one seemed to work. So maybe we get one playoff game on Peacock. I honestly believe, and I could be naive and stupid, don't answer that, but I believe that there will be no more than one. And it will be a wild card game. A divisional round game, that, that I just I just don't see them doing that. I just feel like they are too cognizant and they and they do a good job of making sure that they don't alienate too much. They'll give you a little bit of an inconvenience, but they won't alienate too much. Let's get out to Amina. What's happening? Hi, Bart. Amina here from Buffalo. First time caller to any sports radio. So thanks for having me. In your whole life? Um, in my whole life. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Okay. Um, Pressure's on. Okay. Yeah. Pressure's on me. Me, I'm saying. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. And I just wanted to talk about the Bills. Um, I'm so exhilarated after the game today. It was an awesome game, especially the touchdown by Shakir and then, of course, by Allen. I mean, the 52-yard, incredible. Um, I'm real, a little bit nervous about all the injuries we had, especially Johnson and um, the other one, Bernard, um, because who's going to cover Kelsey? And I'm nervous about the Chiefs and Bills game and potentially maybe with the Ravens. I don't know if that would happen, but... It was amazing. I would, I would no say way. one game at a time. I would say one game at a time. Yeah, we have one game at a time, right? But, like, the Chiefs next week and then Taylor Swift being here. And I don't know. It's just it's so much going on. So I'm just nervous about the injuries mainly, even though I feel like Allen's, like, a, the strongest quarterback that we have. Well, I know um, that this is a – it's a – it's they've been a thorn in the Bills' side. The Chiefs have. You know that. But this time, you got them at home. So there's that yeah. to look forward to. I think, right. you know, the crowd today was amazing. And amazing. I think they'll bring that next week. And and you got things are trending in Buffalo's favor. So we'll see if they can pull through. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm definitely, I'm hoping that they can. I'm just like, I don't know. I just feel like the Chiefs played really well. Uh, was it two days ago? And um, they're looking really good. 
Well, enjoy. <laughs> great call. Hey, great call. Hopefully you do it again someday. Amina, that yeah. was honestly, that was, I'm not just saying this. That was really, that was really phenomenal for anybody. Yeah. For, yeah, for, for, no matter oh. how many times you've called. You had points, concise, <laughs> smart, good stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. All right. You too. Amina, her first time ever calling any sports radio. Not sure about radio. I didn't get that out of her. I could have asked. Maybe she'd call other places and had, had something behind it. But did you see this thing about AJ Klein? So I saw AJ Klein make a tackle tonight, and they made a lot of them. But I was I thought to myself, AJ Klein, I haven't heard AJ Klein in a while. He was a longtime linebacker uh, with the Saints, I believe, and the Panthers before that, and then he's been bouncing around practice squads a little bit, including the Bills. He got cut by the Bills on December 9th, and they had planned his family. They bought an RV. They were going to take a road trip to Key West this weekend. But then he got the call earlier this week, middle of the week last week, and was re-signed on the 11th, and then he was elevated for this game, and he led the team in tackles with 11. So not uh, not a bad way to change. I mean, the weather in Buffalo, obviously, not as good as it would have been in Key West, but uh, fun story Nonetheless, and those kind of stories, those kind of stories don't pop up on teams that are one and done. Those kind of stories don't pop up on teams that are, you know, maybe even win a game and get and bow out. Those are the kind of stories that you hear about on Super Bowl week. So there's always a little bit of magic on all of these runs. There are going to be four games this weekend on one side of the bracket. You have Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, CJ Stroud on the other side. You have. Brock Purdy, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield, Jared Goff. I think I might take the first side in any sort of draft, but these guys in the NFC, one of those four guys is going to a Super Bowl. And there's going to be some good games this weekend. I don't like some of these spreads. I don't like the Packers being a 10-point underdog. Okay? I I don't like the Texans being a a 9.5-point underdog. But there's going to be a lot of teams with a lot of proof this weekend. Watch out for the teams playing with house money, including the Lions now, after getting that weight lifted from their shoulders. For David Shepard, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Actually, I won't. Have fun. Pat Boyle. I'm Bar Winkler. Amy Lawrence up next. Hey, real quick, go Pack Go. See ya. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.